Why is that so loud? <laughs> I'm like peeking from saying hi. <laughs> hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Unwrapping the Dream. This is a, a bit of a departure from what we normally do here on the Dream Stream. Uh, but every year, we're going to take a look at a feature film that is dream-based, has to do with dreams uh, in some way, is a a uh, vital component to its plot or themes. And uh, we're going to analyze it. We're going to unwrap it, if you will. My name is Derek. I am your film analyst. I'm, I'm taking off my dream hat, or maybe just cutting it in half, and I'm sewing it back together with uh, a film analyst hat. So I have like a I have like a weird Frankenstein looking hat on today. And I'm Andy and I'm a uh uh guy who likes watching movies and and talking about them. Uh a critic. Yeah, that one. Oh, you're a critic. Wow, I didn't know you had such a such experience. Yeah, I'm a critic, I'm a podcaster. It's just I, I just do a lot of things, you know. I dabble. Jack of all trades, I guess. That's right. So uh, this this year's film is uh, a delightful, just a just a feel good kids movie. Uh, I would say I would say it might even be like an American classic. It might like, just be it might just be up there with On the Waterfront and The Godfather. Yeah, and. Uh, Citizen Kane, it might just be in the pantheon, so to speak, of great American films. Uh, obviously, this one is maybe like the the junior pantheon because it is it is for kids. You know, it's, yeah. it's pretty focused on kids. Uh, this film is entitled, and this is the full title, The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. That's, that's the title of the film. Stars uh, Taylor Lautner as Shark Boy, Taylor Dooley as lava girl and Caden Boyd as Max. Uh this is the this is the sort of little little synopsis that's given to us on Netflix where you can find the film uh currently. It says a 10-year-old dreamer's imaginary friends, mighty shark boy and fire producing lava girl come to life to seek his help battling a nefarious baddie. So that's just right out of the gate. That's what we got. That's what we have to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Andy and I both both uh, screened this film in preparation for this podcast. And boy, let me tell you, it took some twists and turns that, you know, I was not expecting. I, I just uh, I was caught off guard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we want to like I don't know how we want to dive into this. Right. Um, but I. I don't know. I, I I think I saw this as a kid, right? And I think it came out in like 2005 or something, 2004. And I like was into this movie. Like I liked this movie as a kid. Um and remembering back, I thought that Shark Boy was just the coolest kid. Like I was like this kid is so, so cool. cool. He's got fake abs. He's got long fingernails. Yeah, he He's does like hair. jumps and twists and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> Watching it now, um gosh, he's he <laughs> he's kind of the worst. He's like he's like the biggest Chad 
that you you'll ever meet. He's he's like, like he yeah. literally mm-hmm. he 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 does all these unnecessary flips and jumps. He's always in some kind of like battle stance that's completely irrelevant to the situation. He, dude, like he is just, always ready. He's always ready to get jumped. <laughs> and like he's just a a frat boy, like a frat boy to be in yes. in this movie and I feel bad for how I felt in when I was a kid because I just thought he was so cool and I wanted to be him. You know what I mean? I felt like maybe when I was a kid, I felt like maybe he was more relatable. Like mm. I, I, I never, I never was the kind of kid who uh, did flips or got really angry and chewed metal bars apart or uh, <laughs> yeah. came up with really lame nicknames and was always angry at, literally anything I could find mm-hmm. to be angry about. I was never mm-hmm. like shark boy in maybe any possible way, but for some reason <laughs> when I was a child, I was like, yeah, I feel you, man. Like I feel you. This is <laughs> life is tough. Things are hard. You're missing your dad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, and then there's lava girl. All right. So when I was a kid, here it Again, is. I want to specify specifically for this one. I, I, when I was, I a kid, really hope this is what I think it is. <laughs> I really hope you're about to say what I think you are. When I was a kid, I definitely had a crush on Lava Girl. Yes, like, I definitely did. Yes, you did. Like one hundred percent. And I think there's going to be a lot of people that agree with me on this one. But now watching it. Oof. This girl is so insecure. Insecure, bro. bro. It's not that she Okay, she's like what, 12? I'm not gonna. I just <laughs> what can we say here, bro? Um look, look. It's fine to say that when you were a kid you had a crush on Lava Girl. Yes. I'm anything I will beyond put it out that. there right now. Just to make sure, I I don't have a I don't have any kind of attraction to Lava Girl at all, like as an zero. Adult. But she is just so desperately trying to find who she is throughout She's this really, movie. Which you know, I I can even maybe more as an adult, I can relate to that aspect of it. But it's not in like a I'm gonna take the world by storm and figure out what I am. It's like I want this boy who dreamed me into existence to tell me who I am. Yes. Like, it's not like, I want to figure this out. It was like, just tell me, just tell me already. She breaks up like the, it's like at the worst points, she decides to, to try and figure this stuff out. Like she like just completely jumped when he's trying to dream about a way to get to, to like the, uh, the, what is it called? The dream zone or whatever. The dream lair. The dream lair. Yeah, you can she see why like, we picked this she movie. She was just like, yeah, yeah. She was just like, hey, I know you're really busy right now, but if you could <laughs> yeah. like let me know who I am and what my purpose is, that yeah. would be great. I'm like, girl, if you could stop everything going on, bro, we gotta save Planet Drool. Dude. We gotta save Planet okay. Drool, guys. We, I, okay, we're. I feel like we're already getting way too far ahead of ourselves. This movie yeah. is jam packed. Yeah, could you just do a quick plot overview for us so people can, if they haven't seen it, they know kind of the general gist of what's going on. I think that would be helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This starts off seeming really relatable. Okay, this kid, Max, spends a summer dreaming about imaginary friends called Shark Boy and Lava Girl. 
and they live on a place called Planet Drool, which is a place so cool it makes you drool. Uh, that's an allusion to sleeping really well and drooling on your pillow in case you didn't catch that. And so he gets bullied naturally, as little immature kids do. He gets bullied for having imaginary friends. He gets his dream journal stolen. And then all of a sudden, there's a there's a tornado in his classroom. Shark Boy and Lava Girl come and they take him away to the edge of the solar system where Planet Drool is. And they're saying Planet Drool is under control by somebody who is destroying dreams mm-hmm. and who's like taking control of the planet for himself. He's got a henchman called Mr. Electric, which is based on Max's uh, homeroom teacher at school. And so they fight, they fight, they fight. Uh, Max has to figure out that he can dream while awake. And so they do a bunch of stuff that like doesn't matter like it's just kind of like they try to free kids at one point uh they try to get max to fall asleep so he can dream and remember stuff like who lava girl is and where shark boy's dad is and how to stop whoever this is and they eventually find the guy and it's the it it's the bully that was bullying max in school and so then minus his minus. name is minus. Uh, his real name is Linus with an L. Uh, but his teacher would call him minus because he was such a degenerate, I guess. And so yep. uh, his name is minus in, on planet drool. And he's he has Max's dream journal. Anyways, they get the journal and then Lava Girl literally burns it up in her hands. Mm. And so now they're like uh, lost again. Then they go to the ice princess who has a crystal that can freeze time. And they go do that, but it uh, it doesn't work. And then love or then shark boy almost drowns. So then lava girl saves him. But now lava girl's going to die because she was in water for too long. So then shark boy runs like faster than a Ferrari over he just zooms over to this volcano tosses her in and she gets like super powerful at at that exact moment max realizes i can do basically anything i want because this is my dream and then he has like a dream battle with minus he makes friends with him uh mr electric decides i'm going rogue and i'm gonna go back to planet earth and stop you from dreaming don't ask me why or how that becomes the point of the movie. Mm-hmm. But they go back to Earth and I guess they stop him. Um, they do. Yep. They stop him and it snows at the end. And Max's parents were like going to get a divorce, but now they're like not going to get a divorce. So that's cool. Uh, Max has a crush on a girl now and Linus is his friend. And Shark Boy lives in the ocean and Lava Girl uh, is queen of the volcanoes on Earth. And I guess Shark Boy and Lava Girl are married now or they're going to be Mm -hmm. at some point. So that's kind of the whole movie. Yeah. So I just some some points I want to 
talk about in in the plot and the characters, right? So can we can we just Max? Can we start yeah. from the beginning? Yeah. Can we we'll, start we'll from the very beginning? Yep. This movie opens with a quote. This quote says something to the effect of everything that exists or has existed began with a dream. Mm. And I was thinking, I was actually thinking, that's pretty good. I wonder who said that. Like, that's a that's a good that that this movie was already starting off on a much better foot than I thought. And then I found out that that quote is a line from Lava Girl in the movie. Uh, yeah, dude. It's uh, a quote from her later on in the film. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I wrote I took notes about where I laughed during this movie because I, I wanted to actually see like okay, this is a kid's movie for sure, but am I going to laugh at all? And they started off, I don't think it was supposed to be funny, but they started off making me laugh because some movies do this, well, they start off with a quote, right? Like a really a really powerful quote that relates to their movie from someone famous, right? But what they do <laughs> is they quote this, this, they put this quote, which is, is fine, and then they quote it from someone that they haven't even met yet. Bro, literally from a character in that, their own movie. And bro, I was watching this with Madeline and we were just laughing as soon as it started because we were like, what is this movie about to be? It's, if they're quoting their own character at like, the beginning. <laughs> what a, what just sheer boldness and courage to quote your own character yeah, in a in a kids really. movie like that whole quote thing that doesn't really work with kids movies because mm-hmm. kids don't understand like the the importance of quotes or like quoting yeah. a famous person or anything like that like showing where the inspiration came from no, no, no little kid is looking at that like oh yeah well wow, that's super interesting oh okay yeah i kind of get where they're coming from no 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 the kids like i want to see some colors and some some cool moves, and that's basically it. Yeah, yeah. And yet they do this um, thing where they quote their own character. And what's funny is she actually says the line later in the movie. And she it, says it's not the even at the line. end. Like it was like maybe twenty minutes in. Twenty minutes in, she says it's, it. It's like shrugged off like nothing. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's let's move on to the next thing. It it wasn't even like the climax. Set, like war, like phrase it was literally just thrown in in the movie 20 minutes in <laughs> bro just tossed in there just tossed in there like it's a like it was a crouton and a salad <sighs> so that's that's yeah. the that's how we start the movie that's yeah, that's the open frame one frames one through 20 and from there on out yeah. it doesn't get much better no no so the the points that i would i wanted to to hit on right right here is they're, Max's parents, right? Max is, is the main guy, main kid. Their parents, his parents are made out to look like these people that are about to get divorced. Like they, they're shown fighting at one point. And the, the, there's a scene where Max is about to go. He's walking to school with his mom. And he's like, man, I really just don't want to go to school today. I know I'm going to get bullied. And then his mom 
just for some reason just says like you know this is it's a really hard time for me and your dad right now like we're just incompatible also we have something to talk to you about after school so subtle no, why so subtle bro <laughs> way to go mom way why? to go why would you you know your kid is going to school and getting bullied and he's he's venting to you about how he desperately doesn't want to go to school and now is the time that you think to tell him hey we're getting a divorce hey, like like this kid literally says i was i was sitting there and thinking if any child told me i don't want to go to school so bad because i'm going to get bullied there immediately parent mode clicks on and you're running into yep. like fix the situation. You're talking to the principal. You're talking to teachers. You're making sure your kid is daggone safe at school. Yeah. This, no. <laughs> this woman literally is like, ah, you know, we all got our problems, kid. Like, geez, you want me yeah. to worry about you? Like I got this bozo of a husband that I got to deal with. Oh, by the way, we kind of have something important to talk about when you get back from being bullied all day. Don't worry. It won't make your day worse man okay so that covers the the mom situation okay this is a big this is a big thing so i want to make it i want to make it in a question form because i honestly don't know why is george lopez in here we this go movie guys george lopez george lopez is not in this movie once nor is he in it twice nor is he in it thrice he's in it four different times he's in this movie for four characters yeah and i just listen i i'm a fan of george lopez i like him yeah and he plays a teacher named (laughs) mr electricity dodd and listen he's okay so one one, no one has that last name. No one has the that, last that, name of Electris. It, okay, what, what is it actually in Spanish? Is it electricity? Uh, I, bro, I let me just is electricidad. Is that yeah? We're 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 going to the Googs for this one. We unlike unlike Robert Rodriguez and crew, we're gonna do our due diligence and make sure we get this right. Yeah, it's it's just electricity. Who who It's not even a it's not even a given name. It's a family name. Like how yeah. far back does it's, that go? Electricity is not that old. Yeah, so clearly so here right, so they needed to come up with a name that matched his character in Planet Drill, which is this big globe electric guy. <laughs> who just has lightning connecting his arms and limbs together. Um, and he's just in like a, uh, he's like in a fishbowl. His whole face is his in like a His whole head is a fishbowl. And so they call him Mis- Mr. Electricity Dodd, which, right, like, I, I don't think it's racist per se, but he's also a father, and so I also think there might they might have tried to play a pun with the dad part in it, electricity dad. And oh, are you? Do you really think they thought that much about the name? Look, because I, I didn't even I'm think about that. Put it out. I'm gonna put it out right now. I I'm a I'm a huge fan of puns. I do them all the time. We had no idea because please tell us more. Because yeah, because 
they make people cringe, and I enjoyed that. He lives this off movie, the cringe. This movie motivated me to not do puns as much as I do. Dude, it's so, because it's so bad. It is riddled with these terrible It beats you puns to death. It beats you to death. That, they, that they explain after the pun. So often. They and have so to explain I every joke. If they decided, hmm, electricity, right? Electri- uh, electricity dad, because of like a Hispanic Latino name, you know? And he's a dad. But also, <clears throat> he is a dad. He's got he's got a kid, and so because this character is thinner than a piece of paper, we have those two two characteristics to then derive a name. We gotta combine the electricity and dad and Hispanic. Yeah. Oh, let's just electric in Spanish. Electricity yeah. in Spanish. <laughs> Boom, nailed it. So Move bad. on. So, do you think do you so think they bad. how fast here's here's my question. How fast do you think they wrote this movie? Was this well, one of those like I, like write a film in 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 two hours challenge? You know, they do that with games. They do like 24 hour contests where people will make games in 24 hours and then they, you know, compete or whatever. They get prizes based on judges. Is this one of those where they just like so, uh, three out three hour script writing? Go for it, Robert Rodriguez. I, I honestly don't know. The th- I think what I saw when I was doing research is that this movie was kind of inspired from his Robert Ru- Robert Rodriguez was the director right, yeah. of this movie, <clears throat> and so a lot of it was inspired by his own children. And so I don't know how much time they put into actually making what his children was saying, like like a good a good movie but it doesn't seem like they did a lot of work <laughs> they didn't <laughs> they no they it doesn't really feel like they thought about a lot of these decisions it feels like they dug around in the lego box found something that sort of filled the gap they needed and they just kept building and they they never looked back they like the only time yeah. they looked back was when they wanted to stick a quote at the beginning of a movie. That was it. Mm-hmm. And so in in this classroom with with Linus and Mr. Electricity Dad and Marissa, who is the daughter of Mr. Electricity Dad. There is all of a sudden a tornado. A that very, comes, <laughs> a very large intense that comes tornado. In. And first of all, there was no uh, have they never done tornado drills in Texas? Like they were just staying at their seats watching this tornado come towards them it while was, Mr. Electricity Dad is trying to close the windows. It was like an ambush, bro. <laughs> it was like this tornado got behind enemy lines and hadn't made a single noise until it was right on top of the school. And then even then, George Lopez, you got George Lopez just closing windows. That are furiously flying open. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. And then and then Shark Boy and Lava Girl just fly into the school. Like, they break through, like, the Kool-Aid man, break through the wall, and are just there to take Max to, to Planet Drool to save it from the darkness, right? The dar- Which, the darkness isn't even really an important thing in this movie. 
it's not nuts. really important, but it it gets Max to the planet. Yeah. So be- before we go for it, because we, we kind of skipped, I had three laughs, so I'm going to go back to the second laugh. The second laugh I had was when Max was getting chased around uh, went while he while he was being bullied, oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, he these these people are trying to get his book his his journal, and there's this kid that just <laughs> they're on the playground, and this kid just has these grasping hands like 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 Grinch, and he's just grasping, and he says he says, "Give me the book," and <laughs> I just laughed so hard. What are you? Just like sitting there, <clears throat> grasping, and just said, "Give me the book." So that was my second laugh. So that yeah. that that was a really, I, you know, that was a really thought provoking scene uh, because yeah. I, I was I was pretty stumped as to why when Max had a clear getaway off of the playground mm. and clearly had a getaway, he decided to climb one of them rope uh, rope structures. I guess, you know, like just a bunch of ropes strung together and you, you climb to the top of it like rope mountain. Yeah, yeah. He clear he clearly could have just darted off and gone. Actually, I think he probably could have gone home at that point. He probably could have gone. Yeah, he, his house is pretty close to the school, I think. Pro- probably could have ran home, learned about his parents divorce and called it a night. But instead, yep. he he decides to climb this rope tower and of course, you know, it wouldn't be a kid's movie if he didn't if he didn't hit his hit his crotch on the <laughs> rope. Uh oh. Oh, he got all the way all the way to the top, bonked his crotch and whoops, flips upside down, drops the drops the journal. Wow. Yeah, that was that was a thrilling chase scene for me. I was, it was really uh, I very, was on the edge of my seat. Very well choreographed, except for that moment. See, that's what was so thought provoking about it, because I didn't know exactly why he decided to climb the rope tower. And I not still to choice. this point don't know. It's not a good choice. Anyways, let's let's continue continue on. So they go to Planet Jewel, which I think I'll address this now, right? I am still unsure if in the movie they are saying this is a real place and Lava Lava Girl and Shark Boy are real actual <coughs> existing things. Because they did not make it clear, I feel like. I think I think I can clear that up. Okay, okay. Go ahead. They are real because Okay. because uh, you know actually I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> Cuz here's, here's I like, what happens, right? I thought I I thought I knew. No, but here here's what happens, right? Cuz his dad is always telling him like that's just a dream like th- you got to get over it like those aren't real. And then they show up at the school, they break through the wall and then they take him to Planet Drool, but then at the end of the movie, they tell him, hey, you need to wake up. You're dreaming with your eyes open right now. And then it goes back to the, the, the classroom. To the tornado, yeah. But then but then the tornado is still <clears throat> there, and then Mr. Electricity da- M- Mr. Electric from Planet Drool is there, and then Sharkboy and Lava Girl yeah. come there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just don't know if there's like another like lost scene afterwards where he just wakes up from his nope. bed and it's all a dream again. No, because no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, I think I got it now. It, they are real, but the first time 
at the at the near the beginning when Shark Boy and Lava Girl first show up. Max is dreaming. He's not actually awake. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. He's dreaming. He's not actually awake. And then he finds out after the entire movie has taken place. Oh, I'm actually asleep on Earth right now. And so Mr. Electric, the big bulbous evil guy, flies mm-hmm. to Earth and they got to go catch him because he's going to kill Max, I think is the assumption. I think they I he's going to kill the, Max. The threat was that they were going to kill Max because he was dreaming too good. And so he woke up. He blinked three times and woke up. Little uh, little homage there. Don't think that was lost on me. Little homage to uh, another another dreamlike property we may investigate in the future. And Mm -hmm. then he's actually there. Mr. Electric is actually on Earth. And then Shark Boy and Lava Girl then eventually come to Earth. I'm I'm sorry, but okay, but you were talking about uh, the Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah. There's a tornado in that one too. Oh my goodness. Is this See, just now, like I a think, new age rip on the Wizard of Oz? Listen. It's there's, not <laughs> There's even Tobor, bro. There's Tobor. To- and he's, Tobor. A, he's a robot. Hey, are you saying that's the that's the Iron Man or whatever? Yes, dude. Uh, maybe. And so then like but then there's the scarecrow in the line. Is that the, Shark yeah, Boy and Lava Girl? Really ah, you know. Well. No, I think no. they may have just drawn inspiration from the the tornado bit. Yeah. So I, in conclusion, I think they're real because and here's maybe where I'm getting a little ahead of myself. And I'm kind of upset at myself that I've thought this much about this movie and these characters because maybe I've thought more than the actual director has to begin with. Maybe. But if I look at the sequel that is coming out on Christmas, what I know is that Lava Girl and Shark Boy are, are real people because they have a kid together and the kid is in the movie. Mm. Yes. And Lava Girl herself shows up several times. So they have to be real. Like they are real. I just think the movie was sort of giving us the runaround as to whether or not they were real. Mm hmm. Because that's interesting. That's exciting. Uh, you know? Yeah. Sure. Sure. That 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 maybe gets the, the blood pumping a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh so the only actual thing that I genuinely enjoyed from this movie was it was the song that Shark I Boy knew sings. you were gonna say it. I knew I wrote it down. I wrote it down as something that we had to talk about. And I don't know it. Like, why did you word? explain? I uh, you got you have to give me a thorough explanation as to why you enjoyed this song. Well, first of all, I think it's kind of catchy, right? Because I've asked I've talked to a lot of people about that. We were doing <clears throat> this this movie and they all talked about the song that Shark Boy does. And they even they even sung it from memory to me. Because it had that much impact on their lives. And I think we have to give some credit because it's a decent song, right? It's like the the melody is like, dream, 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 right? And I don't know. 
it could be a, a theme song for us in the future, perhaps, because, you know, it's pretty good. Uh, but I just enjoyed it a lot, you know? How many of you want to hear Andy do a cover of this song? That's what I want to know. Oh, boy. A- A- Andy oh can boy. sing, as you just heard, as as you maybe have known for a while. Um, I, I really want to see some comments, some ats on mm-hmm. Facebook, some email submissions. Just tell us. Tell us if you want to hear a full cover of this song by Andy Garcia. He seems to really enjoy it. This is the only part of the movie he enjoyed. Oh, man. I, I think his penance for that is he has to do a cover <laughs> of it. That's the only thing that sounds fair to me. Uh, nice. Yeah, I, I mean... What can we, we get just, enough and get? Yeah. Why? Why? Why does the song even exist? Well, they, so they were trying to sing him a lullaby, and Lava Girl is apparently tone deaf and can't sing. Yeah, can we talk? About, can we talk about the one <laughs> where she tries to sing, and it it sounds just so bad. Just yeah, it's not. It is not good. It is, and then so she she gives up quickly, and then uh, and then tells Sharkboy to sing, and he's like a pretty good singer. He's decent. He's he's decent. He's decent. But some of the lyrics are kind of threatening, and so not great for like for like sleeping or whatever. Um, And then here's the next part. Here's the next part where I laughed. Right. So in this in this scene where he's trying to sleep and try and figure out a way to save them they're in the the land of milk or milk and cookies or whatever Uh uh-huh the land of milk and cookies and then these plug hounds which are like just dogs made out of plugs uh they're like the minions of mr uh, mr electric come and are they're fighting them and also honestly not a terrible fight scene you know boy here i i did want to i yeah I did want to comment later on on some of the choreography because I didn't think it was all atrocious. No, no, but I think it was it. It wasn't like a stunt double for. It. I think it was actually. Uh, I think I think it was Taylor. Name? Yeah, I think it was actually Taylor doing these flips and 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 fighting moves. So props to him again. So props for singing. Props for his fighting, but then, Lava Girl and Shark Boy both get taken out, and it cuts to Max. Who oh, yeah. has no powers at this point. Yeah, no, that this and this he, is a highlight. <laughs> and he, he bends down and and uses his two fingers to pick up some colored frosting and he wipes it across his cheeks like like a like some war paint. And then he lets out this this battle cry mm-hmm. <laughs> that I don't even know if I can reproduce. But it, uh, Derek, do you do you remember how it sounded? I don't remember how it sounded. I think this is this it is was, on you. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. It was something like, oh, like that. It was. Um, yeah, that was pretty accurate. <laughs> and that was my third and final laugh because it was just so. He like punched twice and then got taken out. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was so funny. You know what I really, so you know what I really enjoyed about that scene. I really enjoyed the groundbreaking visual effects they did to have Lava Girl melt her body, mm, yeah. and then 
<clears throat> but so she melted her body to escape the grasp of several of these plug hounds, right? And then she just sort of turned into an amoeba with her normal head. Yeah. And it did look a lot like a Lovecraftian horror that you might find mm. in like some of the darkest, most goriest of of uh, media. So that yeah. that was pretty special, I thought. I, I, I had I had a note here about that. Um, she turns into like this weird lava amoeba with a head and it's like totally normal. It's not played for laughs. It's not played to be uh, even that impressive. Uh, mm-hmm. But she just sort of turns into a lava puddle and then turns back later. Yeah, like like ten, like she turns into a puddle and that's like, hey, it's up to you now, Max, as in like I'm in I'm a puddle now. I'm I've been turned anything. into a puddle. I can't I have no arms. And, and then 10 seconds later, once Max like creates this banana split boat for them to ride on, she just comes back into a solid like Whoop. person again. She's back. So So it seemed a little little sus, but yeah. A little, little inconsistent with the 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 powers and the, and the limitations. Mm-hmm. But you know what yep. what can you expect? It's not it's not about the powers, it's not about the puns it's not about the land of milk and cookies or the train of thought it's about the dreams man it's all about the power of dreams yeah you know i i, I just as a as a as an overview the f- the film actually started kind of charming me i kind of thought mm. there there was this weird self-awareness that the movie had like we know we're making a really dumb kids movie and I was down for that. I was down for that sort of that sort of humor. And then it just gets like really about important things. Like uh Shark Boy and Lava Girl are lying dead at Max's feet. And uh Max's <laughs> Max's robot friend Tobor comes floating along. And um they just they have a really serious conversation about dreams and about uh having very serious like non-selfish dreams and yeah they're having this whole conversation like clearly in a cartoon fantasy world where where this 10-year-old boy made up everything and it mm-hmm. just sort of hits wrong. Yeah, I, I think it's for me. It it felt like they were trying to put this like really important message to to all the kids watching, and they literally just they missed it, right? Because they're talking about dreams, which like sure kids like chase your dreams, but they're talking about the actual like act of like creating these fantastical dreams about different characters whereas like when you say chase your dreams it's about like doing what you're passionate about you know and so to make it super serious like that it just it felt off for sure so the so the last thing that I wanted to talk about the last thing I had written down here is when they're back in the school like back on earth and Mr. Electric is there uh, in a tornado trying to kill Max. 
his parents, Max's parents come out and are like concerned about Max and whatever. And then they get sucked into into tornadoes and have this like moment of like, I love you. I'm not going to leave you, whatever. Cute, but I had cute this moment. Feeling, I, I really had this feeling that I kind of just wanted the mom to die because okay not because like i just felt like she was so so bad like just such a bad mom you know what i mean like she she had no awareness about her child and how he was feeling and then they're just gonna be all lovey-dovey just because they're both about to die and then that is the reason that they're gonna be fine in the future it just didn't make a lot of sense to me and i told madeline that i just wanted I kind of I had a feeling that I wanted her to like not come back from the tornado, but then they like did this whole thing where she went into the tornado and Lava Girl came, saved her, and then the dad went into the tornado and Shark Boy came out and saved her, and it was all like happy. And I guess it had to be because it was a kids' movie, you know? Yeah. Welcome to the real world, Andy. You know, people yeah. uh, people get real serious when they're about to die. People get real, uh, you know, they, they helps them turn the corner on some stuff. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so maybe the last thing I wanted to bring up here, um, this has been quite a wild ride, but there is a sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl, if any of you would like to partake. It's called We Can Be Heroes. It's directed and written by Robert Rodriguez, the same guy who directed Shark Boy and Lava Girl, along with the Spy Kids movies, in case you're unfamiliar. And um, <clears throat> it features a lot of the kids of Heroes. Um, it features just all these different kids. And uh, the the world is being invaded by aliens. And the older superheroes like Shark Boy and Lava Girl have been defeated. And so the kids have to, <clears throat> kids have to take their place and uh, fight, some, uh, fight some aliens. So... The really interesting thing, which was first touted around, is the first thing I saw when this movie was announced, was that Taylor Dooley would be reprising her role as Lava Girl. And I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. But then I found out the movie's not even about them. It's about kids. And so she's kind of reprising this role as Lava Girl um, 15 years later. And she's maybe going to get that amount of minutes in screen time. She's probably only going to be on screen 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, I just is. Would you is that worth it? Would you would you do that? Well, she's she's probably getting the bag, you know. She. I didn't think about the bag. I didn't think about the bag she's well gonna to get. Do this, because if I were her or Taylor Lautner, which ta- ta- know, ta- I, I, I yeah, I want to say up front, Taylor Lautner is not returning. He's not reprising his role as Shark Boy. Um, if I were either of them, and I was looking back at the original Lava, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, it would. It would take a lot of money, like a lot, like a lot of straight, straight up cash money for me to be like, yeah, I want to go do that role again for a second time. (laughs) 
It would it would take because. it would take a lot of them giant cookies from the land of milk and cookies to get me to come back. Yeah. Let me tell you, it would. Yeah, and you know, props to her. I'm sure she's getting paid really well. But my question is like, what? My question is like, why though? Like, this is your legacy. Who, who who thought this was a good idea? Who who to, asked for who, this? Who was asking for? Yeah, who was asking for who, this movie? If, to if you if you asked for this, please add us because I need to know who you are. To me, I think this might just be. Here is my theory. I think Robert Rodriguez, right, is just making movies that his kids want to watch. But if that's true, like his kids were kids when this this then the first one came out. Yeah, yeah, his they're like our now age now. Have yeah. to be, have to be way older and will not watch this movie. So I don't. And he he made like all of the Spy Kids movies as well, and so I'm just I'm very confused about this this guy and his motivations for making films. Because also I was looking in IMDb and he made an episode of The Mandalorian. And I'm just No. Like, what are you yeah, saying? He, he, what he directed are you saying? one of the episodes of The Mandalorian. Which one? And I'm just like I think it was Oh my. Wait, I'll have it. Just give me a second. The beloved Baby Yoda show. The beloved Baby Yoda show. That is correct. He directed an episode uh, of the Love, beloved Baby Yoda show. It's called. It says Chapter Fourteen: The Tragedy, uh, and that is the episode. He did one episode, bro. This and is that is the one he directed. Okay, just to be clear, this is a relatively straightforward episode, so I don't really think he could mess it up too bad with any of his original ideas. If he had any about the Mandalorian, it, but this was a kick butt episode. I'm not going to lie. This was like a really fun episode of the series. Huh? I'm totally thrown now. I thought yeah. I thought this guy was in it for the money. Yeah, I, I he's also directing a TV series next in, coming out in 2021 about Zorro. So that is I'm kind of interested there, too. So maybe Robert Rodriguez. Dude, this guy is an this guy's an anomaly. He's done Disney shows. Oh my. I gotta be honest, I was not prepared for this level of uh surprise. Yeah, I just I don't I can't really I I can't get a vibe for him because I don't know why we would continuously go back to this well of really not great kids movies and maybe hey listen maybe the new we can be heroes that one uh-huh. the one with the song uh will be good and he will fix his legacy of making bad kids movies oh my gosh and this one will be a really good one maybe he came back to fix his legacy you know he directed alita how's that possible alita was halfway decent wow i'm thrown guys this is um not what I expected. Maybe we could be heroes. Is going to be good? <laughs> I don't know at this point. He's got he's got an episode of the beloved Baby Yoda show under his belt. Anything the sky's the limit now. Robert, you sly dog, Big Rob, Magic Rob, <laughs> Big Rob the big dog, yeah, Big Rob the big dog. He, you know, you yeah. can you can never pin him down. He's too he's too wily. Well, guys, 
thanks for uh, listening to our, our our holiday special here. Uh, I think if we had to put just a round figure on it, um, what's the scale we want to use to give to these people for uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Um, like, like three and a half spinning dream tops out of out of ten. Uh yeah uh yeah because the the tops in Inception right yeah it's like a it's like a dream it's like a dream thing so may, how how about this the 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 top is wobbling pretty fiercely with this one this the, this one's not spinning pretty this one's not spinning smoothly no it's super wobbly super, super wobbly. wobbly if this is definitely not a dream this is not a paradise yeah. dream where everything is great this is yeah. a nightmare so. Yeah, I think if you are thinking about watching Shark Boy and Lava Girl because you're like, man, I'm trying to get that hit of nostalgia, you should go to something else first, probably, and keep this, keep this in your, keep Shark Boy and Lava Girl as that as it is in your memory, right? Because mm-hmm. before I watched it as an adult, I was like, man, good movie, right? Classic, loved it, and now. It's like now it's a stain on my memory. I probably wouldn't watch it again. Probably. I don't. Uh, I don't think I think I don't think you can get me to watch it again. Yeah. Even though that that song in the that Shark Boy sings is pretty good, which we'll see if I do a cover of it. Uh, You know, I don't think I would watch it again. Please, guys, please make Andy do a cover of this. I need everyone I need ever. I need what, all okay, need, all hands on deck. We need like okay. if if ten we'll people post, ask. We'll, if ten people ask, we'll we'll make a post. We'll make a on post. Our Facebook page. Yes. And if it gets if it gets twenty likes, I will make a cover. Twenty likes, guys. We can this, do that. Twenty twenty likes. If it gets twenty likes, I will make a cover of the dream song that Shark Boy sings in Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yes, guys, we have to make this happen. This is this is the holiday gift you you've been wanting, you've been asking for. Yeah. This is it. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, real <laughs> quick, thanks for listening. Uh we love you a lot. We hope this is uh added a little something something nice to your holiday festivities yeah. or filled a gap for you when uh you didn't have anything else to do, but we hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Stay safe. And dream long. Dream hard. Dream often. The dream's dream. Dream.